0: the love life church podcast and thank you for checking us out we love god love people and love life and we hope this message encourages you and inspires you here's today's message you're a three-part being we're gonna be relentless paul said in first corinthians 16 13 be on guard be relentless stand firm in your faith in god respecting his word and keeping your doctrine sound. Act like mature men and women. Be courageous. Be strong. Let everything you do be done in love, motivated and inspired by God's love for you. Come on, Love Life fam, we got to level up, right? We got to be better. This is a daily decision, a daily attitude, right? A daily choice. This is a mindset. How many are ready to get your mindset to be better, to be relentless, right? To be faithful, to be steadfast, an attitude that we got to choose every day for the rest of our lives here on this earth. Let me tell you that you're choosing an attitude every day. How many of you know that the attitude is chosen, right? You think somebody chose it for you, but you chose it yourself. You choose your attitude. Man, sometimes I get out of bed and I'm like, uh. Ah, Anybody else? And that's an attitude we're choosing. Right? Or we can preach to ourselves, right? We can preach to our soul. We can encourage ourselves in the Lord. We can encourage ourselves in the word. We can gather together, right? And encourage ourselves here. Or you can get that. Um, have you guys loving pastor in 40 days on the YouTube, right? You waking up, he's encouraged you preaching the word, like, let's go. We got to preach the word to ourselves, remind ourselves of the word, and check our attitude. Check. It's time for a reality check, right? We're living the life we chose to live. Nobody chose it for you. Like the attitude you choose, the outfit you choose, the food you choose, the relationships you choose, the, the apps you choose, the, the texts you choose, right? So we're living these results. We're living this thing, and we want better. We want change. Then we better level up our everyday choices, And we got to get ruthless about making the right decisions, about making the right choices. We got to get ruthless. We got to be relentless about putting God first, putting God first in our finances, putting God first at the center of our relationships, putting God first and prioritizing time with him first. You can't know somebody you don't spend time with. That's why we gotta learn the Word. We gotta spend time in the Word. You know what's wild? uh, Like, how did Jesus, we look to Jesus, right? He's our example, He's what we follow. And Jesus was studying the Word. He's over here, 12 years old, in the Word. He's over here talking. I love reading about Jesus because He's like, that's me. That's me. That's me. He's over here saying His I ams. He's over here reading what the prophets wrote about him. And he's like, yeah, that's me. That's me. That's who I am. And you know what? He's our example. So we better look to the mirror of the word and we better say, that's me. I'm a new creation. I'm a child of God. I am more than a conqueror. Come on. I've been set free. I've been made new. I've been made rich. I've been made righteous in Christ Jesus. How many are ready to speak the word? Say your I am's. And God's leaning in. He's leaning in to hear You, oh, come on. Let's go, daily choice. This is a mindset. you got to have the mindset of a winner. you got to have the mindset of being relentless. That I'm going to be relentless. I'm not going to give up. I'm not going to quit my good confession of faith. I'm not going to quit. Right? I'm not going to quit. God, give me a revelation. Sometimes we're just speaking the word and you're just saying the word, but you don't understand it so you don't believe it. God, you have to ask God, give me an understanding of who I am in Christ. Give me an understanding of these I am's, a revelation, right? Be relentless. Stand firm in your faith. Keep your eyes on Jesus. Act mature. Be courageous. Be strong. And be continually motivated, By love. Be inspired by God's relentless love for you. And be relentless, spirit, soul, and body, right? You are a spirit. You have a soul and you live in a body. You are a child of God, created in the image and the likeness of God, designed to be loved by God and to give and receive love like God. This is who we are. Paul said in 1 Thessalonians 5.23, May God himself, the God who makes everything holy and whole, make you holy and whole, put you together, spirit, soul, and body, and keep you fit for the coming of our master Jesus Christ. Guys, we are created in the image of God. God is a triune God, God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit. Y'all ready for this? You are a triune, three-part being. We're just like God, created in the image of God, right? You have a soul. I mean, you are a, you are a spirit. You have a soul, and you live in a in a body. And your spirit is the real you. Your spirit is the real you. Your spirit is who you are. Your soul is your mind, your will, your emotions, your intellect. And your human body, it's your physical suit here on this earth. It's your astronaut suit, right? Because you can't be in space without an astronaut suit. And you can't be on earth without a body. (laughs) It's your suit. Does that make sense? It's your suit here on this earth. And you better clothe that suit, right? When you receive Jesus, right, as the Lord of your life, believing and confessing on Jesus as your Savior, your spirit became born again. Your spirit became born again. Your spirit became born again. Your spirit is back in restored relationship with God for all eternity, Your spirit is the real you. Your spirit's what became born again. And your spirit is what makes you one with Christ, unites you with Christ, right? So as you're speaking the I am's, you're speaking about your spirit self. Your spirit self. Because sometimes we speak the I am's and you're like, no, I'm not. Right? Anybody else? Um, No, I'm not. You are new creation. You can do all things. You're like, no, I can't. Your spirit can. Your spirit, you have everything available to you in the spirit. In Christ Jesus, you already have all that you will ever need. How many of y'all lacking something? Come on, we got to get to know our spirit man. We need to understand our spirit self. We need to get a revelation. Paul said in Ephesians two four, but God being very rich in mercy because of his great and wonderful love with which he loved us. Even when we were spiritually dead and separated from him because of our sins, God made us spiritually alive together with Christ. So even though we were spiritually dead, God made a way. He made a way for us. Come on. For by his grace and undeserved favor and mercy, you have been saved from God's judgment. Your spirit, once dead, separated from God, is now alive in Christ. It's now alive in Christ. As a born-again believer, come on, Jesus followers, that's who we are. We're following after Jesus. We're looking to Jesus. We're keeping our eyes on Jesus. What did Jesus do? That's what we do. How he modeled it, right? He's our model. What he did, let's go. Jesus is asleep in the boat. Then that's what we're going to be doing. We're going to rest. We're going to trust God's promises. We're going to trust his word, right? We're going to trade our old way of thinking, our old training. Let me tell you, as humans, we only mimic. We only mimic what we've been taught. We have only mimic what our parents did, what our parents do, what their parents did, what their parents do. And how they handled money is how you handle money. And how they fight in the relationship is how you fight in the relationship. And how they handle food is how you handle food. And how they have this sort of whatever is how you have this sort of whatever. Your mom sweep like that and mop like that and talk like that and so do you. It's quiet in the building. We mimic. We mimic, right? We're mimicking. So what we need to do is we need to mimic the word. We need to mimic what Jesus did. We need to look to Jesus, keep our eyes on Jesus, look to the spiritual mirror and get an understanding of how am I supposed to react and respond in this situation? How, what am I supposed to do? All I'm saying is that we need to look to Jesus and that's how we respond. That's how we react. That's how, that's, he's the example That we follow. He's the example that we follow. So we look to the word for the example. Otherwise, we're only going to repeat history by mimicking what our parents did. We're only going to repeat history, mimicking what we saw. What we saw through school, what we saw through uh, TV, what we saw through um, music, we're just going to mimic. We're going to absorb that around us and we're going to mimic. So this is why our responsibility is to get an understanding of what the word tells us what to do. Not what did my parents do with finances. No, what does God's word say about finances in my life? Right? Not how did my parents handle their relationship? No. What does God's word say about our relationship together, and how we're supposed to treat one another, and love one another, and prefer each other, and and encourage each other daily, and forgive each other? Right? That's what we need to look to Jesus. And as born again believers, Jesus followers, disciples of Jesus, our new identity is in Christ alone. Our identity should be in Christ alone, not our personality, not, you know, what we look like, not our haircut, not how much money we have in the bank, not because we got new, uh, the newest uh, shoes, not because we have this or with that. Right. No, our identity is in Christ alone, because sometimes you have cool shoes and sometimes you don't. Like sometimes you got some money in the bank and sometimes you don't. Sometimes you got a cute haircut and sometimes you don't. And if your identity is all wrapped in those things, then your identity is all over the place, right? You're tossed to and fro. Your identity has to be founded in Christ alone. We are united with Christ, we are one with Christ. We are the body of Christ. Come on, Love Life fam, we have to be relentless in the pursuit of renewing our mind to our union with Christ. This is our responsibility. We've been given every ability, every ability in Christ Jesus. And it's our responsibility to renew our mind to our union with Christ, to our new identity in Christ, to our new covenant with Christ. In Christ, you're a new creation. And as a new creation, let me tell you, you have no past and we need to be reminded of that and we need to remind ourselves as a new creation you have no past stop living in the past and stop being bound by your past and stop holding others back by their past come on we got to forget the past we're a new creation you know what we all need to watch Frozen And let it go, let it go. Come on, how many are ready to stop being bound by the past? How many are ready to stop holding others back by the past, right? We're just holding them by the past, holding us by the past, reminding everybody of the past. No, you did this and we did that. and No, no, no. We've got to stop living in the past. Paul said in Philippians 3.12, I don't mean to say I'm perfect. I haven't learned all I should yet, but I keep working towards that day when I finally, come on, be all that Christ saved me for and wants me to be. No, dear brothers and sisters, I am still not all I should be, but, look at your neighbor and say, but, come on, big but right here, but I am bringing all my energy to to bear on this one thing, forgetting the past and looking forward to what lies ahead. How many are ready to put all your energy into bringing back the past and reminding everybody of theirs? Right? Come on, pulling up your read receipts. We got all. I mean, you know what's crazy now? With with some people have had Twitter for like a decade, and you just scrolling, and scrolling, and scrolling, and scrolling. See? Look. You said this one time ago, 10 years ago. I was a kid. Well, I wasn't a kid 10 years ago, but you know what I'm saying? No, I'm not that person anymore. No, I've grown. I've matured. I've put away childish things. I have became new. I'm a new creation. I'm focused on um, what's ahead, keeping my eyes on Jesus, right? Come on. Come on. We got to put all of our energy into forgetting the past. Nope, I'm gonna let that go. Nope, I'm gonna forget that past. No, nope, I'm gonna give. I'm gonna. Uh, I'm gonna give away forgiveness, right? Because I know in the time of need, I'm gonna receive a harvest, right? Given to be given unto you, good measure, pressed down, shaken together. Give that forgiveness, right? Let's put all of our energy into forgetting the past and keeping our eyes on Jesus, looking forward to what lies ahead. Because in Christ Jesus, you're a new creation. You're a new creation, right? You have no past. Paul said in 2 Corinthians 5.17, Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, do we have any anyones in the building? Anyone is in Christ. He is a new creation. Old things have passed away. Behold, all things have become new. Amen? Where does this new take place? I want to know right? Where does this new take place? Because after I received Jesus, let me tell you, it felt like everything stayed the same. You guys too? Anybody else? My body stayed the same. You can step on the scale. You received Jesus. Anybody stay the same weight, right? Your thoughts stayed the same. There's a crazy jungle up there. Sometimes negative, right? You just received Jesus. My relationships were the same. My education was the same. Anybody else then receive Jesus? You got a master's degree. Okay, nobody else? My understanding was the same. What became new? What became new? My spirit became new. My spirit became born again. And my spirit became a new creation. And it took some time for me to put this together. Because I wanted to know what became new. Because everything looked the same. Everything felt the same. Right? But the new creation was on the inside of me. And I just had to come to know through personal experience. Right? What Jesus did on the inside. Paul said in Ephesians 2.8, For it is by grace, God's remarkable compassion and favor, drawing you to Christ, that you have been saved, actually delivered from judgment and given eternal life through faith. And this salvation is not of yourself, not through your own effort, but it is the undeserved, gracious gift of God. Not as a result of your works, nor your attempts to keep the law, so that no one would be able to boast or take credit in any way for his salvation. For we are his workmanship, his masterwork, a work of art created in Christ Jesus, reborn from above spiritually transformed, renewed, and ready to be used for good works, which God prepared beforehand. Do you know that God prepared a destiny for you to fulfill? He's prepared it. He's got it in you for his good work, right? Taking these paths which he set so that we would walk in them, living the good life which he predestined and made ready for us right he predestined he made ready for us let's go this is why we have to renew our mind to fulfill his will to understand his will to know his will to know his plans to know his purpose man growing up i was so stubborn i was so rebellious i just wanted to say no because somebody said yes i just wanted to push the boundary because they put a boundary i just i it was just so in me and that rebellion that want to be opposite it almost scared me you know when I received Jesus and I was like God I just want to know your will I want to know your will and I want to tame the monster inside of me (laughs) like somebody help me and I wasn't I wasn't it was just the strong will in me and you know what that could be your greatest gift because when you flip that script, I wanted to be 100% opposite of the world. I wanted to be 100% opposite from what they were doing, what the standard was, what they were saying, you know? But I just needed to surrender my will, surrender my, my mind, my will, my emotions, and get that under that new creation, that new covenant. God's like, come on, that strong will inside of you. I can use that for the kingdom. That strong will inside of you, come on. God can use that because my spirit became new. My spirit became born again. My spirit became a new creation. My spirit was transformed. Your spirit underwent an instant and complete transformation. Your spirit man had transformation pictures. Just like that, right? Everybody want that transformation body. You're like, yeah, yeah. It takes a year. Your spirit was instantly, come on, right? Instantly underwent a complete transformation. And as a new creation, you have no past, right? And you are no longer a slave to the sin nature. Thank you, Jesus. Paul said in Romans 8, 1, So now there is no condemnation for those who belong to Christ Jesus. There is no guilt, there is no condemnation. There is no guilt, there is no condemnation. Guys, there's no guilt and there's no condemnation. There is consequences for our choices. And I encourage you to pick yourself up, make better choices, and you're gonna have better consequences. But let me tell you, there is no guilt and there is no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. And because you belong to him, the power of the life-giving spirit has freed you from the power of sin that leads to death. Come on, you are a new creation. And as a new creation, you have no past and you are no longer a slave to sin nature. You are now a partaker of God's nature. You share in God's nature. Come on, how many are ready to live the abundant life, live the blessed life? Come on, live the life that's more than enough in every area of your life. Second Peter tells us, 2 Peter 1.3, God's divine power has given us everything we need. Look at your neighbor and say, everything you need. Come on, how many are ready for everything you need? Imagine you get to fill up your Amazon cart and you get to buy everything you need. That's a girl's dream, right? God's given you everything you need. He has given you everything. God's divine power has given you everything we need for life and godliness. For life and godliness. For life and godliness. Stop looking to your parents. Stop looking to your past. Stop looking to the culture. Stop looking to your generation Stop for, for the standard. Well, well, at least I'm better than them. No, God has given us his power for everything we need for life and godliness. This power was given to us through knowledge of the one. This is why we're lacking knowledge and makes us lacking power. We're lacking understanding and knowledge of God we need to get an understanding of God's word and God's will so that we are walking in that power right let's go was given to us through knowledge of the one who called us by his own glory and integrity through his glory and integrity he has given us his promises that are the highest value god's given us his promises we over here struggling And God's given us his promises that are of the highest value. We need to get our values lined up to the word of God. What do you value? What is the most important thing to you here on this earth? The most important thing is to fulfill the will of God. His plan and his purpose. Come on, living that abundant life. Through these precious promises, You will share in the divine nature because you have escaped the corruption that sinful desires cause in this world. Because in the spirit, you have all you will ever need. In the spirit, your spirit is relentless. Let's tap into the spirit. Let's walk in the spirit. Let's be led by the spirit. Your spirit man wants to lead you, right? But you've got to renew your mind to the spirit so that this so that your soul will follow. You're not at war with your soul. You gotta surrender and renew it to the word of God so that we can walk in the spirit, right? And your body's just a follower, right? Your spirit is relentless. You have no past. You are no longer a slave to the sin nature. You are partaker of God's nature. And as born-again believers, come on, you do not have a sin problem. You do not have a sickness or disease problem. Let me tell you, somebody who went through chronic sickness for over a couple of decades... I had to tell myself, I do not have a sickness problem. I am not a sick person. I walk in divine health. You could not tell me I was a sick person. I have all the paperwork, folders of printed out paperwork. You are sick. And I said, no, I'm not. I walk in divine health. I walk in divine healing. Why? Because I'm so strong and because I'm so powerful? No, because I know that I'm a spirit. And my spirit man will lead the way. And my soul was renewed. My soul was renewed. My soul looked to the spirit. What does the spirit say? You are healed. You are made whole. Spirit, soul, body, line up. Let's go. Be relentless. Your spirit man is relentless. Your spirit man is more than a conqueror. Come on, you can do all things through Christ who strengthens you. Then you're like, why am I failing? Because you're not looking to the spirit. Come on, let's go. You don't have a sin problem. You don't have a sickness or disease problem. You don't have a failure problem. You don't have a lust problem. You don't got a financial problem. You don't got a spending problem. You got a knowledge problem. We're missing The knowledge of God in that area of our life. And these areas affect us. How we spend our finances. How we spend our time. Come on. How we spend uh, our focus. Are we going to focus on the problem? Are we going to focus on, are we going to receive the doctor's report as the final report? Come on. Are you going to receive your credit report as the final report? Are you going to have a comeback story? Come on, walking in in health, walking in in healing, walking in freedom, keeping your eyes up, keeping your eyes up, keeping your eyes on Jesus, keeping your eyes on Jesus. He's got a plan, he's got a purpose, he's empowered you, right? You've got a knowledge problem. But let me tell you, we can fix that problem. We can fix that problem as you level up and it's a process. So it's one area and the next area and the next area, you can be having great success in this area and you can have great failure in this area. Doesn't make you a failure. Just means that you need to bring God's word to light in that area of your life so you can grow up, right? So you can grow up. God's divine power has given us everything we need for life and godliness. And this power was given to us through the knowledge of God, right? Through the knowledge of the One. And we know the Father through the Son come to know the father look to jesus keep your eyes on jesus and come to know through personal experience who you are in christ jesus it is so important to even learn who you are because your your feelings will tell you different your feelings sometimes will tell you you're a loser that you're stupid that you're dumb that you'll never you'll never get over this you'll never conquer this this habit you'll never conquer this I mean because we all go through things right do you want to know how many times my soul was telling me you'll never conquer this sickness and disease you will never and I reminded myself because when it comes to chronic when we're talking decades you better preach to your soul oh no we will (laughs) and we already have the victory right because that mindset, that narrative will replay, 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 replay. Right? That's just like the enemy. He's, he's just, can I penetrate? Can I penetrate? Can I get in your mind? 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 You're a loser. You'll never do this. You'll never overcome this. You'll never get out of this situation. You'll be just like your dad. You'll be just like your mom. You'll be just like this. You're going to die just like they did in that Grace Anatomy show. And this is how it's going to happen. And that's going to happen. This is blah, 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 blah. You see that penetration trying to come through? And if you have no security and no foundation in the word of God, you've got nothing to fight that narrative. You don't don't have nothing. Right? You're like, oh, I am a loser. Oh, I am stupid. Oh, I'll never overcome this. I'll always be this way. No, you fight with the word of God you speak the word keep up that good confession of faith of who you are in Christ I'm more than a conqueror I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me I am the head and not the tail come on you have to say in Christ Jesus in the spirit my spirit man my spirit self come on ready to fight I'm always ready to fight anyways in Christ you're a new creation. In Christ, you're a child of God. In Christ, you're an heir of God. In Christ, you're a joint heir with Christ. In Christ, you're a partaker of his divine nature. In Christ, you are blessed with all spiritual blessings. In Christ, come on, you are led by the spirit of God. You are more than a conqueror. You are made righteous. That's in right standing with God. You're at peace with God. You've got nothing to fear from God. You are made rich You are set apart for his good use. You are forgiven. You are healed. You are salt. You are light. And you are loved. This is you in the spirit. And you got to look to the spiritual mirror to see yourself. You got to look to the spiritual mirror, right? We look to the mirror. And let me tell you, you can look to the mirror, but you only see one side of you. Right, my sisters just said something. I was saying something about my haircut. I'm like, oh, well, you can't really see this part, and she, she tells me, she like, yeah, you can. It looks great when you go like this, or you see that. And I said, well, I've never seen the back of me. And then I said, you know what? I've never even really seen my haircut because you can't see yourself. We're just looking at a reflection, and we're trusting that reflection to tell us the truth. But let me tell you, you don't look at the reflection of yourself in the mirror. Look at the spiritual mirror. Look into the word to see your spiritual self and to discover your spiritual self, and start looking at others through the eyes of love, and start believing the best, and start believing through, uh, uh, seeing how God sees others, right? How God sees others through through love, through light, that they are more than conquerors, that they can do all things through Christ who strengthens them, that they're the head and not the tail, and that you're believing the best for them, that you're speaking the best over them, right? We gotta be united. We've gotta be in agreement. Church, let me tell you, the only time we're gonna come into agreement is when we're all speaking the word. When we're all in agreement with the word. That's how we sound alike. That's how we come into harmony. That's when our hearts become knit together and we become unstoppable. We become an unstoppable force. There is a harmony between us and it's the word of God that is going out. The word of God over each other. The word of God over this house. Come on, the word of God. God's calling us to greater and deeper and we just got to be better. Right? And be better starts today. And it starts right now. And it starts with this decision. Right? And if you fall, what happens? Get up and be better. Just get up and be better. Just level up. Come on. This is us in the spirit. And in the spirit, you already have all that you will ever need. Your spirit is relentless, right? At the moment of salvation, the moment of salvation, your spirit became new. Your spirit became born again. Your spirit became a new creation. Your spirit became transformed. Your spirit underwent an instant and a complete transformation. But your body and your soul, Jesus, Jesus, come on, they were impacted by salvation. But the change is not total and it's not complete. And this is why it is so very important for us to renew our mind to the knowledge of God. Let me tell you, your body and your soul are not the bad guy. All right? Your body and your soul, they're not your enemy. They're not your enemy. They just have to be renewed to your new nature. They have to be renewed to your new creation. They've got to be renewed. Come on the spirit of your mind. It's got to be renewed, right? And this is a growth process. This is a leveling up process, and this is a great discovery process. You can't jump stages, right? Just like these little kids, when they're babies, you can't just jump a stage. We never get angry at a little baby for crawling and not running, Instead, we encourage them, we champion them, we record them, and we send it to everybody that my child is crawling. Yet we get mad at ourselves for just crawling. Let me tell you, I want to champion you. I want to take a picture of you, and I want to encourage you. Keep crawling, because next comes walking. And then pretty soon you're running, and we're running this race to win, and we already have the victory in Christ Jesus. So my encouragement to you would be to enjoy the process. Enjoy the journey. Be kind to yourself. Encourage yourself in the word. Encourage yourself in the Lord and become whole spirit, soul, and body. May God himself, the God who makes everything holy and whole, make you holy and whole, put you together. How many of you are ready to be put together by God, right? Spirit, soul, and body, and keep you fit for the coming of our master, Jesus Christ. Come on, Love Life fam, we got to be relentless, spirit, soul, and body. God's divine power has given us everything that we need for life and godliness. Let's go. Be filled with the knowledge of God, right? Be relentless, spirit, soul, and body. Stand firm in your faith. Keep your eyes on Jesus. Act mature. Be courageous. Be strong and be continually motivated by love and inspired by God's relentless love for you. God will never leave you. He'll never forsake you. He has great plans for you. I believe in you. We believe in you. Let's do this. We're better together. Come on, we are stronger together, and we're in this together. Amen? I love you guys so much. Have a great night. Come on.